This is ESPN New Hampshire, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. In this dirty old part of the city Where the sun refused to shine yeah. People tell me there ain't no use in trying Yeah Now my girl, you're so young and free And one thing I know is true, yeah distractions on the outside given the nature of this presidential race Seattle. did you find it Seattle. did you find it uh, helpful to talk Seattle. to players about this if any of your players talk to you about this Seattle any concerns about any locker room rancor as a result of this back from Spooner off for Radulov in over the line Alexander Radulov to the mid McIntyre the same loose puck scores Happy birthday, Marines. If you're listening right now, wherever you are, thank you for your service. My dad used to sing that song to me all the time, and apparently that's what he sang when he was deep in the jungles of Vietnam, serving as a Marine. And that was their theme song uh, before they go out on a mission. So that was their song, The Animals. We got to get out of this place. So that goes out to him, my late father, and all Marines on this the Marine Corps birthday, and of course tomorrow is Veterans Day, and we will honor veterans as well on this show tomorrow in grand fashion. And, uh, you know, uh, not that it's any comparison, but as I was uh, choosing that song, I texted you, Sully, and I said, 
That could be the song for the Celtics lately, yeah. too, huh? <laughs> we just need to disappear. We need yeah. to go hide somewhere. Like, what is... I, I go away, and I come back. I mean, the Bruins are still the same. You know, and they just... They are what they are. Yes. As I said last night. We've accepted that. They are Dennis Green. <laughs> they are what we thought they are. But uh, the Celtics... You know what I think? I think the Celtics are thinking they are with the clippings and the, yeah. and the hype. As I said. Reading into it. And, and, and I, I think it was not Chris Forsberg. Who was it? It was Patrick Gilroy and Jeff Hickman, though, yeah. disagreed with me a bit. And I said, I don't know. That Brooklyn game, ah, well, they won. You know, whatever. they put the guy. No, no. not but. <laughs> that was a foreshadowing of what we're seeing now. And I, yes, they're hampered by injuries. Uh, they're missing a key guy in Crowder who I think is the type of character guy and leader they need in in a game like last night where they're just – or the game before where they're just completely flat and out of it. But I, this team mentally is still reading their clippings from before the season that they had some free path to the Eastern Conference Finals to face the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hey, the Cleveland Cavaliers don't have a free path, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody has a free path to anything in this world, all right? And as we as we saw in this election, <laughs> uh, but you know that song could go for them as well. And uh, we'll discuss the Celtics uh, with Chris Forsberg of ESPN Boston later on. Uh, but before we get to him, we've got our man Mario Super Mario Mergola joining us in the next segment. Mario. He's going to break down Thursday night football as, as he always does tonight. Of course, we get the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. I'm sure everybody is excited <laughs> about that matchup. I can't wait. I mean, I've got the DVR taping in case I have to get up to go to the bathroom, but I might just hold it because I'm so thrilled with that game. Uh, but we'll talk about that and a few other games Mario has circled for the weekend. Does a great job breaking down. Of course, you can find his work at Spore, no T there, S-P-O-R, folio, F-O-L-I-O, dot com. Check out Mario there. Uh, and he does a great job of breaking down the NFL games. And then, of course, Justin, we have... Uh, Kind of, I was going over it last night, and I'd sort of lost count, so I have I had to go back two weeks. So yeah. we sort of have two weeks of uh, NFL picks to discuss and recap, discuss, catch up, and, and then, catch up, and then, and then make the points. <laughs> and and I have fallen below five hundred, as you saw in that email I sent you. Yes, so I did. I am in big trouble. Uh, I'm like the Celtics right now. I got to find my way and get it together. So we will uh, we'll discuss that, and then we'll we'll make our picks later on in the show as well, uh, and and we'll. We'll definitely cover the wonderful game that they have lined up for tonight. But a great game lined up for Sunday night football. I'm definitely, I think, I think any NFL fan, not just Patriots fans or Seahawks fans, is looking forward to the Seahawks' visit to Foxborough. I uh, heard you guys talk about it a bit yesterday. It amazingly, is not getting much attention, yeah. but uh, those balls were deflated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Why is this not an issue? Because, uh, they're not the New England Patriots. <laughs> they're not. There's not a. There's not a, a witch hunt going on, and uh, they're just kind of letting it happen. And I said this yesterday. If Seattle is stupid enough to come into New England after everything that this region Why? went you, through with the Deflategate, and they're going to come in there and do the same thing, I think. But you, nothing will be, happen. I, I you think, think something's going to happen and if I they think, do that? I think it would be. They were on Monday Night Football. It would be pretty stupid, and to they did. Cha- it. it would be pretty stupid to cha- to continue to challenge it in New England. Like like if that if you're if you're where it started if you're where this whole mess started I, and you come I, in here and Sully, do that again, Sully, rational, would, yeah. Like I mean, every like you're making complete sense, yeah. But it's but the this NFL. is the NFL we're talking. <laughs> it's the NFL, about. yeah. 
You know, like, yeah. I mean, this isn't... You would think that that would make sense. Yes, but, but it is. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's the it's NFL. Com- it's comical to me, being and, and on the other I, side now. Oh, my gosh. It's... That was hilarious, and I'm just like, is anyone going to make a big deal about this? Are we going to talk about this at all? Does anyone yeah. want to? Have you seen the pictures? Did, NFL, would you like to look at the pictures? We have the evidence. Well, you the know what? We'll here. ask uh, Chris Price of WEEI.com as he leads off the second hour for us. And like I said, Chris Forsberg after him in the second hour uh, to talk some Celtics. But, I mean, yeah, we got to get into that with, uh, with Pricer, and uh, we'll also talk about his, uh, his book project as well, see how yeah. that's coming along on the Hartford Whalers. Uh, by the way, it, it, it's funny, I it, I was up in uh, Montreal, and it, it's so cool because, I mean, it's such a hockey city, yeah. you know, so I'm in heaven there. Uh, and just walking down the streets in their, like, just, you know, tourist gift shops, Yeah, where you find, like, those cheesy, like, you know, uh, little glass things that have the snowfall <laughs> yeah. and all that, yeah. and say Montreal with yeah. the city landscape. You know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. Or, like, the, cheesy, the, the cheesy generic Montreal yeah. sweatshirt with the, the little leaf thing and, you know. The tourist area. Yeah. <laughs> They have hockey jerseys, like real <laughs> hockey jerseys. Yeah. And the highest selling ones, according to this one guy I spoke to, uh, and he had them right there, were the Nordiques and the Whalers. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like you can just walk down the street and buy a Whalers jersey. <laughs> I, I should have got one for Chris Price. That's but, so cool. Uh, yeah. But anyway, speaking of hockey, we've got you covered for the Bruins Blue Jackets tonight. Of course, the Bruins, uh, you know, just over a month ago, opened their season in Columbus with a 6-3 victory over the Blue Jackets there. A much different Blue Jackets team, though, coming into this game right now. Wow. Just a little bit. Speaking of being (laughs) underreported, I mean, they're not getting much love around the NHL right now. Maybe it's because everyone hates their coach, (laughs) Tortorella, John Tortorella. But, like, they've got, I mean, at last, i got to check again if they're still at the top. But, I mean, I know they're in the top five for power play. They're scoring a lot of goals. They beat the Anaheim Ducks yet put last up 10 night on Montreal. at home. They put up ten goals. Oh, that was fun being in Montreal. <laughs> yeah, they put up ten on <laughs> Montreal. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was very fun. That I was, was going through trying to cut that out, but I'm like, I got to cut out half these goals. It'll take forever for me to have this. It on. Was, I could have this on for two it minutes. It was hilarious. <laughs> Not from Al Montoya. I felt really bad. For yeah, yeah. I, I think Michelle Terry, the head coach of the Canadians, I don't care what he says, trying to rest Carey Price. He just left him in there. Well, then carry a third goalie. Yeah, they left him out that dry. Yeah. I don't care. I don't I, like. That's just he's a human being. Yeah. All right. And if I was Montoya, I'd just be like, I'm done here. Yeah. I'm. I don't care that I'm backup goalie. I don't care that you know it's my job to to preserve that uh, you know the good of the team and, and get. But Carey Price and they don't. They're not even talking about it. There was one clip, and I've been looking for it. I can't find it anywhere. He was saying, "Put me in." Really? Yeah. Like mm. he was saying, "Come on." I have, I have a buddy who is a Montreal Canadiens fan, my my best friend's friend from school, and he was saying the same thing. He's like, after three goals, I was like, I was screaming at my well, TV. Well, here's the put thing. You're in. still in the put game at three goals. Exactly. You're That's still in the said. game at five. That's what he said. Put him in. Put him who in. Who knows? He's Carey Price. turns the game around. Exactly. He so was, what? He's playing living. the next day. Yeah. You know, who cares? I mean, okay, then you're telling us then that he's not healthy. Yeah, yeah. So that's a whole other subject. But anyhow, that was interesting being up there. I was watching some of it in... in my place that I was staying at, and then I was listening on the cab ride, and a cab driver heard the score, and he stopped short, and he said, did I just hear that correctly? And I said, yeah, 8 nothing, Columbus. And he's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was, And then we got to the restaurant, and everybody there was like, all right, Boston guy, don't say a word. Said, don't worry. You know me. I'm yep. objective. But no, nah, I gave him a little ribbing. <laughs> um, As so, Yeah, we've got uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets in town at TD Garden to take on the Bruins tonight. So Aaron Portsline, we had him on the show 
back on the season opener. Great reporter for Columbus Post-Dispatch. Uh, urge you to check his stuff out. Uh, and also Joe Haggerty, of course, of CSNNE.com will join us to give us the Bruins perspective. Military appreciation night as well. Yeah. The and, 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 and by the way, did, did you get that email from the Bruins or no? Uh, I didn't. Well, did you see? I've seen, I've seen the jerseys and I've seen. But there's a, there's a little local feel to this. Oh, really? Oh, okay, I've seen, I've missed so, this. Uh, here's what's going on. I just, well, man, I just got it. I think, well, no, it was about two hours ago from the Bruins updated the uh, pregame agenda. Yeah. Uh, it's a military appreciation night, as you said. So the um, prior to the game, the Bruins will be hosting a re-enlistment ceremony for 10 soldiers. Pretty cool. Nice. Uh, the entire Bruins team will wear camouflage spoke bead jerseys for warm-ups and will use American flag and Canadian flag stick tape nice. during the game to show their support for military appreci- appreciation night. That's cool. The team-signed warm-up worn cam- camouflage jerseys will be auctioned off at the Boston Bruins Foundation table at a f- uh, future Bruins home game. And then, this is cool, dropping the ceremonial puck will be Nashua, New Hampshire native and Medal of Honor recipient, Staff Sergeant Ryan Pitts. Wow. That's so awesome. So Nashua native dropping the puck. Pitts joined the Army in 2003 at the age of 17 under the delayed entry program. He attended basic training and advanced individual training at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. He then went on to the U.S. Army Airborne School at Fort Benning, Georgia, before being assigned as a radio telephone operator for the 4th Battalion, 319th Field Artillery Regiment, and 173rd Airborne Brigade at Camp Ederly, Italy, from 2004 to 2005. He remained headquartered at Camp Ederly, I, pr- I hope I'm pronouncing that right, as part of the 2nd Battalion, 503rd Infantry Regiment, 173rd Airborne, from two. 2006 to 2009. While assigned to the 173rd, he was deployed twice to Afghanistan. His first deployment in 2005 lasted 12 12 months. His final deployment spanned 15 months beginning in 2007. Pitts departed active duty in the Army in 2009. Wow. Pretty cool, man. That's awesome. Thank you to uh, Staff Sergeant Ryan Pitts. And That's I, awesome. I wish I'd known that. We've tried to get him on the show. Maybe That's we can, so cool. Maybe we'll try and do that tomorrow. I'll yeah. reach out to the Bruins, see if they can make it happen. Uh, so pretty cool. Good on the Bruins for doing that. And I know they do that across the NHL and, of course, sports, uh, honoring that throughout the month of November. Absolutely. Uh, so great stuff there. But, um, yeah, Sully. So how you been, man? <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. I haven't talked to you a yeah, it feels. it feels like it, huh? Yeah, it's been... It's been interesting. Let's just let's just put it that way. With Tuesday and everything that happened, it's been an interesting little couple of days. But I mean, we talked a lot of Celtics. We talked a lot, you know, flip side. We got some college basketball in, and it was interesting. You know, we get yeah. a, we get a little bit on the other side. But I'm I'm excited to get back to my hockey and get and get back to my oh yeah my my baseline there. And I enjoy I enjoy the guest part of it absolutely. Yeah. I, like, I thought Sean did a splendid oh, job. Fantastic. I want to send a big thank you to it was him. Awesome. Uh, I had fun listening to him. Uh, Monday, yeah, because I had to come home a little early, like yeah. I said. So I uh, was listening to you guys. Uh, I think it was Monday driving around. Yeah, you know, and uh, and in the next day, both uh, it's stationary. I'll say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was. Uh, it was good. You guys did a good job. It was, uh, thank it you. Was good. Appreciate that. And uh, I, you know what? Like I know that the channels in Boston, specifically uh, one that I've done some work with, the uh, yeah. Uh, really love to uh, talk about 90% politics <laughs> yeah. and, and 10% sports. So I appreciated hearing you guys uh, talk more sports. We try, we tried so hard. We, you know, we, we both looked at each other and said, we just got to start with it, get it over with, 
and then move on. Just like yeah. this country should do. Just kind of I mean, it, get it and then move people on. People are okay. inundated enough. Yeah, exactly. We were we we knew that you know you you've already went through this whole thing last night and we were even talking about it. It was 60-40%. That night the Bruins were playing. It's like, all right, I got 60% election, 40% Bruins on. I'm bouncing back and forth. It's just what it was. You had to, you had to address right. it and then you move on from it and you get back to the rest of your life because that's what we have to do. We have to get back but, to the rest of life. The sun came up. The world is still turning. We have jobs to do. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had, to, we had to keep going with it. Yeah. You know, but it, it's, you know, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I'm not afraid to admit. I mean, one of the reasons I, I chose sports journalism is because it's it's sports. It's yeah. an escape. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, does, does sports and life intertwine at times? Of course, but uh, it's an escape. I mean, you think about all the, the the times that this country has gone through some national tragedies. You know, nine eleven, of course, comes to mind, or Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, y- y- that was an outlet for our frustrations, our anger, our emotions, our sadness. It, it's it, it's it's an island away from all the madness that goes on in the world every day. We know the world's nuts. Yeah. We know it's not how we want it to be. And it is. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I thought out of all the radio shows I listened to, you guys did the best job of sort of keeping it that way, of maintaining yeah. that that escape, so yeah. to speak. And, you know, the guys in Boston, I heard some of them making fun of the stations that did do that. Yeah. Like, really? I don't know. Everybody I know just texts me all the time. How, like, we how, love your show. Yeah. Because, yes, you intertwine life. But you talk sports. Yeah, how long? How long are we supposed to talk about it for? Yeah. That's my thing. Is like everyone else is talking about it. Right. Why don't we be different? Like ev- everywhere else on Tuesday was talking about it. Right. Where do you, does everyone? Do you need another outlet to hear it from, or do you want to like kind of try to attempt to move on and attempt right. to go about your life normally and go about a regular day because that's eventually what's going to have to happen. Yeah. So I felt like we we did a good job. We were like, you know, we got to address it to start. Get it over with. I'm glad and, to see. Were there any protests in the streets here in Nashville? No, we were good were here across the country. <laughs> we were we were clean here. We didn't have anything. What, here. What's the deal with that? Seriously, yeah. Like, think about that. Like, I, I didn't want Trump to win. Yeah, I'm telling you that right now. I didn't want Hillary to win either. Yeah, it's kind of open by some lose. miracle. Build the spaceman lease. <laughs> not in there. Yeah, uh, but he won. Yeah, fair and square. There was no rigging no, the vote. There's no question. As far as we know, yeah, you know, no question I'm at all. sure we would have found out by now. They followed what the Constitution says, and what what are we protesting? Yeah, we elected a president. Period. We elected a president, and there's some group out there that did it. I mean, yeah. there's a group of people yes. that, that did this fair and square. Yes. So I'm just wondering. I don't know, but that's all I'm going to say on that. That's the <laughs> end of that. So, you know what? What we can do though is we can pay respects to those who Absolutely. give us the freedom to vote and the freedom to do a show like this. And like I said, today is the uh, Marine Corps birthday, so Semper Fi, hoorah, and happy birthday to all Marines. We'll be back with Mario Magola of Sportfolio.com.
listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for The Right Time with Bomani Jones, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Christian and King. One game? Yeah, one game was ridiculous. One? It was ridiculous. You got ripped when you gave Ray Rice two. two. And now you're going to give this guy one? Yeah, no, it's just, and this guy, yeah, this guy's really bad. Josh Brown's ex-wife told police of over 20 physically violent yes. instances. Police were called on multiple occasions to the Browns residents in Washington State, St. Louis, and New Jersey over the years. Ooh, three states, come on. Weekdays, noon to three, on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. Do you feel like you've been benched or sent down to the minors? Are you paying the correct amount of child support? Let a team of experts help you out. That team is Bardis Law. There is nothing more important in your life than your kids. You wouldn't cut corners for them? Don't cut corners on your legal representation. Don't show up without your starters. Going to court without an attorney is like playing without a coach and without a playbook. Let Bardis Law get you back in the huddle so we can call the play. Call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. Hi, my name is Jen Kaludi. My husband, Sal, and I are the owners of Embroidered Me in Nashua and Embroidered Me in Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen-printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at embroideredme-nashua.com or embroideredme-bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid Me, your promotional marketing partner. Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the Divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in Wilton. Call 603-654-5400 or visit divineflooring.com. Are you looking for an electrical contractor you can count on for insight, experience, and quality work? How about a partner who is dependable and operates with high integrity? The answer is Hammond Electric. Hammond Electric provides quality licensed electrical work for commercial, industrial, biomedical, and life sciences facilities in Massachusetts, southern New Hampshire, and southern Maine. Hammond Electric, powering your productivity. Please call 800-966-5040 or visit HammondElectric.com. Are you looking for the perfect gift this season? Want to avoid the malls and long lines this year? How about Omaha Steaks? And for only $49.99, you can get my family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com. Enter the promo code DANP in the search bar, and that's 77% off. So for less than $50, two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, 
four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, a 12-ounce package of all beef meatballs, four potatoes all gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, and also one Omaha steak seasoning packet. Plus, get four additional kielbasa sausages free. All of this for less than $50. If you're looking for convenient and quick shopping for those on your list, go to omahasteaks.com and enter my promo code DANP in the search bar. Add the family gift pack to your cart and get a 77% savings. OmahaStakes.com and the promo code DANP. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. Talking boxing with Billy C. Every Saturday morning from 4 to 6. Here's my thoughts to WBC, who likes to parade around and act like they are the sport of boxing. They like to, to promote their belt as the belt to have. And for the most part, a lot of fighters follow that thought process. I think Canelo Alvarez would be in a position to really put some egg on the face of the WBC. On the home for boxing fans, ESPN New Hampshire. For the best deals in New Hampshire, check out ESPN NH Deals on our website, ESPNNHradio.com. Welcome back to the stretch run here on ESPN New Hampshire. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy. Sully working the boards. And when you hear that song, you know it's time for us to talk to Super Mario Mergola of Sportfolio.com. What's going on, Mario? Not much. Just another uh, beautiful Thursday game ahead of us. Yeah, I'm psyched. I I, I am literally, like, I am jumping around so excited for this game. (laughs) So I I heard you kind of giving the prelude to this game the same way, honestly, we do every week at this point. Yeah, but, well, I mean, I, I kind of enjoyed, I won't lie, I thought last week's game was kind of fun. Well, I was going to say, like, maybe I'm a nutcase, maybe. Maybe I'm just, like, a psycho when it comes to football, but I do like these games, and I, yeah. and I know that it's not popular to say that right now, but I do like more football, and I do like knowing that to start the week, there's something to watch, and I think, I think specifically this week, it, it's possibly something new for us, because the past month or so has been filled with either a, a historic World Series or election coverage. So I'm a little curious to see how things actually change now that now that most of that's behind us. Yeah, we shall see. And, but you've got to give the NFL credit in, in terms that they are trying to schedule a lot of division matchups, I've right. noticed, in these. And they've got another one in the Browns and Ravens uh, tonight. Now, you know, you look at this on paper, and I mean, I mean, the Browns are only three and a half point underdogs, but you see the way their seasons are going right now, completely different directions. But uh, excuse me, seven and a half point underdogs. Yeah, yeah. I was looking and, at the wrong game there. And, and Sorry. that's new, by the way. That that was as of like a half hour before I went on the air with you. It was ten basically all week. Really? So so people are piling up on the Browns. I'm not so sure if that's what it is. Mainly because. Who would? <laughs> who would at this point? Yeah. Who, who would buy so much of the Browns to move the line? Well, they, they hang in a lot of games, right? Well, and that's the truth. And so I actually, 
I'll start off right here. I do like the Browns to cover. Let's, let's go you right do. there. Okay. Because they are that type of team that will hang around. But to the point about moving the spread, why would you have to? Right? Like if you're, if you're giving 10 points, or if you're giving 7.5 points, why would you have to give 10 if you don't need it? So on the day of the game, if you see a spread move that much, especially in the direction of a team that usually isn't popular, like people don't buy the Browns on a normal Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you see the, the line moving, it, it almost tells me that you don't need to give 10 points. You don't even need to give 8 points. Like you can give 7 points as the Browns and still be somewhat comfortable. And that's, to me, that's the type of team that the Browns are anyway. They are... They are 0-9, so let's, let's start right there. Terrible. They are also 2-7 and against the spread. So if you, if you even go as far as underperforming against like a moving performance, they've done, they've done poorly. Mm-hmm. But I actually think that's more of a sign that, that when people are making the spreads here, they do expect them to play better. You, they do expect, expect the Browns to show up to these games, and they haven't. But, I mean, w- one of the reasons why I like – when I go on your show, I like talking to you in this narrative sense instead of only using numbers. We kind of understand that there's more at play than just trends and stats. No team wants to go 0-16. And that sounds silly because no team wants to lose a game either. But like to, to, steal, to steal your show's title here, like we're coming down the stretch run, and <laughs> the Browns cannot keep losing games and not be an utter embarrassment. So national TV... Maybe they don't win. I don't think. I don't think the Ravens now in first place will completely fall asleep. But I don't see the Browns not showing up tonight. But going, I just want to go back to if, uh, just explain a little more. Why do you think that did drop so fast and furious? So I, I honestly think it's just what I said. It's not a matter of people buying the Browns because it doesn't look like they're an overwhelming that they're getting overwhelming support. I think it's just a matter of we don't need to give ten. So let's see if we move it down, if that actually puts people to buy Baltimore, which, again, makes me feel more comfortable buying the Browns. Mm. Now, what's weird about it is that the Browns are bad against the spread. They are bad in general. So the second I saw the line so they're, at – Yeah, they're so, tricking us, man. They're tricking well, us. The thing, when, when you see it that big, you, you know, you almost have to jump on board. It's a division team getting 10 points. That's great. So then that, that number starts to shrink, and I think that's done to freak people out. Okay. To let people on the fence say, no, 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 I, I was not comfortable giving 10, but I'll, I'll give 7.5. So right. I, I like the opposite side of that. I like, I like giving 7.5 and, and being fine with it. Okay. Well, listen, let's look at this game, which I think is really intriguing because I don't think the Denver Broncos thought they'd be going into New Orleans with, and I'm not going to, I think do or die is a little too strong, but you know where I'm getting at. It, it's not do or die, but it's, all right, boys, like, uh, <laughs> it's starting to creep up here on us, you know, like, we weren't supposed to be in this position, we need to wake up and win this one, and, and I don't think this, when they looked at their schedule, they had any inclination to be having those thoughts in their head as they traveled to New Orleans. No, and, and again, on the, on the conversation of taking numbers out of it, and just in a true, like, inside the locker room type of conversation, Denver goes on a bye week after this game. So imagine the narrative if the Broncos lose in New Orleans. That will be, right now, they've, they've lost three out of their last five. So that will be four out of their last six games. They would be six and four overall. And for the Broncos to lose, it's probably going to be because the offense does very little. So don't you think that after a loss like that, going into the bye week, there's very loud whispers about a quarterback change? And mm-hmm. 
that's a lot of pressure to put on a team with a rookie quarterback or with an inexperienced quarterback that is that they are sinking and they're walking into a very, very bad, very tough environment. The Saints, historically, everything we've looked at over the past couple of years are a different team since 2014 than they have been in the past. They are. They, they didn't have a back. They did not have back-to-back losing seasons since 1999 until the last two years. They went seven and nine both years. The last time the Saints had a winning record, this is unbelievable to me. December of 2013. What? That is just under three wow. years. Wow. I mean, you don't look at the Saints and see that. Yeah. So you, you go back in time and you say they have not. They haven't had a winning record in almost three calendar years. They were. Prior to 2013, from the start of 2011, they were 20 and four at home. Since 2014, they're nine and 11 at home. So, all of a sudden, with with the Saints finally having a chance to move over 500, they're hosting the Broncos. That place will be loud. It will be excited, and I actually think that that's what tips the scales. I think the Saints do. I think the Saints. First of all, I think the Saints' offense is way good enough to top the Broncos' defense. We've seen the Saints now. Beat the Seahawks. Are the Broncos still down two cornerbacks, too? I haven't checked. I'm not sure. I apologize for that. Um, uh, yeah, and I'm not sure where they are injured-wise okay. either because— Because that's big. Right, and you don't know—honestly, you don't know when it comes to one individual player what the impact's going to yeah. be until you start seeing losses. And you, you see them two and three in the last five games, and it, that's the answer right there. Like, that's—they are slipping. Yeah. They don't have an offense that I believe is good enough to carry the team, even though the Saints defense is terrible. And this is— you don't have C.J. Anderson. Yeah, exactly. You don't have C.J. Anderson. And by the way, that has clearly hurt the team. Oh, yeah. They are a different offense. He, he could do wonders against that Saints defense. Right. And, and I he, mean, if Simeon's struggling, I, you just give the ball to Anderson, he's going to plow right through them. Right, and he's a dual-threat option, too. So, you know, no bad defense likes to face someone like C.J. Anderson. Exactly. So he's, he's obviously out. And in that environment, this is the first time they're going to move to five, move over 500 in three years if they win. I don't see them passing up the opportunity. I, I do think the Saints, mm. they're on the rise. This might finally be what we've needed to see them do to turn it around. Yeah, they're one of the, uh, I, I would say, most underreported, underappreciated stories of the year. I really just Coming back from 0-3, right? Yeah, no, just it, just everything about them. I mean, how many games have we gone in be okay, this is where they become the Saints again? Right. Or, right. okay, they're on the road, like last week when both of us thought, you know, there's a trap yeah, game in San Fran. And, and by the way, I, I still don't actually feel bad about missing that for that same reason. Like, that's a trap. But we, what we are missing, possibly, is that the Saints might actually just be good again. Yeah, and, I, and it shows, that shows a mature team to me. That shows right. a character team that doesn't fall into that trap and, and right. you know, doesn't get ahead of themselves. So I, I think there's a lot of good signs for uh, New Orleans fans going forward. Uh, two underdogs that I'm really surprised at are underdogs here. And I, I, I get that... I get the Vikings more than the Cowboys for sure, but right. you're looking at the Vikings skins, and the skins are minus two and a half over the Vikings, right. and then of course the Cowboys and the Steelers, and it's in Pittsburgh. I get that, and Pittsburgh's minus two and a half. But oh, by the way, Pittsburgh hasn't looked that great the last few weeks. Let's you know, let's not forget that. And the, yep. and the Cowboys have. I think I think right now. I mean, you could arguably say the Cowboys are the best team next to the Patriots in football. You you could. Absolutely make that argument. And, and they're two-and-a-half-point underdogs going right. into Pittsburgh. Well, that's why the second, and, and this is something we've talked about many times now, the second that I saw Pittsburgh was getting points there, that actually makes me like them more. That It's one of those, 
they have no business being the favorites in a game where the seven and one Cowboys, who just demolished the Browns, granted it was the Browns, and are seven and zero coming into this game, they are the hottest team in football right now. Yeah. Why are they giving points? And then you start to look a little further into it, and I do think that there's a little bit of a a letdown somewhere in the works for Dallas. First of all, winning eight games in a row is really difficult in the NFL. There's, I agree. There's a point where this team is going to just, maybe not break entirely, but they're going to bend. And right. they did trail by 10 points to the Eagles in the fourth quarter two weeks ago. Improbable comeback, they won the game. So Dallas bent a little bit. Then they played the Browns, and all of a sudden, everything is right in the world. I don't know about that. The Browns, like we just said, are, are pretty terrible. Dallas avoided a letdown there. There's also the underlying theme of Tony Romo. I don't think, unless, unless Prescott is an abomination on Sunday, which I don't expect, I don't think that even with a loss... I don't think that's an back. issue anymore. No, I don't think so, right? But there is that conversation now. There are, there, there's something out there that, that is saying, it still might be Tony Romo's team if Prescott can't do it. And yeah. I never like that. I never like anyone playing with someone looking no, over their no, shoulder. No, 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 no. I, I, you know what? I, I, think, I, I mean, I understand what you're getting at, but I think Prescott, to me, has proven to be a type that he's not letting that make him look over his shoulder. I, I agree with you. And one thing I do like about Prescott, I mean, they're 7-1 and one with, quote, America's team. Have you heard him say a word? No. Like, like he's this, the kid, this kid's the real deal, man. And, and, and I love that. And though. the other thing, too, you, you talk about letdown, right, that, I'm, that I was thinking as I was listening here. If they were going into Cleveland, that's where I would have saw a letdown. If they were right. going in, uh, you know, let's say Buffalo, yep. that's where I see a letdown. Mate. But you're going into Pittsburgh, and – I think the sole fact that Pittsburgh's favorite is because it's in Pittsburgh. Because when people think of the mighty Steelers, the steel, you know, the steel right. curtain, you're going into Pittsburgh. It's a tough place to play. I don't see a team having a lack of motivation going into Pittsburgh to face what's a pretty nasty offense when Roethlisberger is, you know, exactly. well, healthy. Keep in, so, keep in mind, yeah, this is maybe I shouldn't have used the word letdown for this game in particular. Yeah, this is more of like a perfect regression game from both sides. It is. You mentioned before the Steelers have not looked good in their last couple of weeks. They've scored a total of 45 points in three games. Right. That's, that's really bad. With arguably the best running back in the game, best wide receiver in the game, and one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Right. Now, obviously, Roethlisberger was hurt. We saw that last week. But I went back to look at it, too, because it just didn't seem right. The Steelers' defense actually has been playing very well, and they were barely beaten last week. They gave up a 95-yard catch. They gave the Patriots a run for their money right. when they had no Patriots. business being in that game. Exactly. I mean, the, the Patriots offense, arguably the best in the league, scored 27 points. 27 is not a lot. And, and it was what? What was it, 16-10 at halftime? Yeah, 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 it was yeah. a closer game for most of the time. Right. So, so give Pittsburgh's defense a little bit of credit for starters. Yep. And, and then on the flip side of it, I don't expect – the Pittsburgh offense to be this bad for this long. No. This is, this is a time of year where they do tend to heat up. And, I, I mean, I get the sense that you and I are going to be on opposite sides of this game. Okay, yeah, fun. I'm with the boys. You're with yeah, the Steelers, and, and I take I, it? And I, I think, yeah, I think the Steelers are ready to ready to rebound. I think it's a universal rebound game on both sides. I All right. Dallas and then a little. Uh, let's get quickly because we got we to gotta cut to break here. No but Vi- Viking skins and uh, the skins don't have a good defense at all. I mean, yeah, they got Norman. I know, and he, they can come up. Let me say this: they have, a, to me, a situational defense. They're not like this defense you're going in fearing, but they can they can come up big, and they have at certain times. But this is a Vikings team right now, much like the Broncos, 
that needs a big win, and they're not missing the guys the Broncos are. They they still have their their guys, their core guys. I just see the Vikings going in there and, and unleashing their frustration and fury on the Skins. Me, I, me I, like, I like the Vikes here. Me too. And they won the game. They won last week's game multiple times, only to lose it by what, what could be described as nothing other than a miracle. Yeah. So this Vikings team is basically 6-2. and two. They're better than the Redskins. Red, Redskins can't stop the run. Yeah. So their opportunistic defense, that's because people throw against them and you know cause turnovers. They, they're not good against the run. I, I think I do think Minnesota gets right back on track, basically for every reason you just said there. Yeah, and of course I dropped Jarek McKinnon and watched him go back to him, and he yeah, has like a field day touchdowns. just to kill me on my fantasy team. But whatever, it happens, right? Uh, yeah. Listen, my friend, we uh, appreciate your insight as always. We will talk to you next week, and uh, keep up the good work, brother. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, man. All right, Mario Magola, Sportfolio.com. Check him out there. Next segment. Sully and I are going to look at our NFL picks and start them up for the week. So stay with us here in a stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. We'll be back. Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Weekdays from 3 to 6 right here on ESPN New Hampshire. The bye week is over and now the Patriots open the second half of the season with a big game against Seattle in Foxborough Sunday night. This is ESPN New Hampshire's Pete Terrier inviting you to join me for a Bud Light Patriots viewing party at the brand new Buffalo Wild Wings inside the Pheasant Lane Mall in Nashua. We'll have lots of prizes and giveaways and someone watching the Pats at B-Dubs in Nashua is going home with an awesome Bud Light Patriots cooler. Buffalo Wild Wings now serving you game day greatness inside the Pheasant Lane Mall in Nashua. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or basquimaging.com. Have you suffered a motor vehicle injury and need professional assistance? Do you need a team that gets you back on track and taking the green? That team for you is Bardis Law. Bardis Law has three attorneys and two paralegals that can assist you if you've been injured in an accident. Athletes get injured on the field and on the track all the time. Routine injuries can be expected in sports. Accidents are not anticipated in everyday activities. If you get injured in a motor vehicle accident, call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. At Michelob Ultra, we know it's not just about how much you work out every day. It's about how much you work into every day, too. That's why we brew a beer for those who realize that expending calories should never come at the expense of spending time with friends. And for those who understand that just because you work out doesn't mean you can't go out. Hey, that's why we brew Michelob Ultra to have 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, and an exceptional taste. Michelob Ultra, brewed for those who go the extra mile. Enjoy responsibly. 2016 Michelob Ultra-like beer. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. 95 calories, 2.6 carbs, 0.6 grams protein, 0 grams stock for 12 ounces. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. 
Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address, featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. We just bought a fixer-upper, and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace. I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home, from a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace is a place with exactly what you need, starting with help. Ace Hardware now is a brand new store in Nashua, on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You're welcome. For the best deals around and 50% off, visit ESPNNHradio.com and click on Deals. Welcome back to the stretch run here on ESPN New Hampshire. Host Jimmy Murphy here. Laptop just crashed. Fun, fun, fun. Classic. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the it's the old one, Sully. You know, my laptop yeah. crashed a couple weeks back. I got to get a new one, and somehow got the old one up and working again. But I knew I was on borrowed time, and that time has ended. So working off the phone here. I'm gonna have you read off the games we got going. But before we do that. Sully, so, let's uh, let's recap how we've been doing uh, yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Uh, Felt pretty good. Yeah, you you started to slump a bit, but uh, you came back, and so uh, heading into week nine, you were thirty six and twenty eight. Yeah, you came out of it forty two and thirty three as we head into this week yeah. ten of the NFL season. Uh, both of us uh, were victims of a push. Or I guess you could look at it both ways. We're victims or we benefited. <laughs> yeah. But Rams, uh, Panthers was a push. I came out. I was 33 and 31 heading into week nine. I come out of it 37 and 38. Yeah. Fell below 500. One game below 500. So I need I need a big week here, Sully. And I'm ready to go. So uh, let's get right to it in Thursday night. What do we got? You're going to read off the games and the spreads. Let's yes. rock. Cleveland at Baltimore. Seven and a half. Baltimore favorites, and I am going on a ridiculously crazy limb. I am taking a crazy risk, and I say tonight, tonight is the night that Cleveland wins their first game. You're saying they win outright? Win outright. Wow. I'm nuts. I'm crazy. There's something about uh-huh. this, uh, this. There's something about this. I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint it, but I have this feeling that this is the night that Cleveland breaks out and gets over the hump. 
I don't know why. Interesting. I can't wait to see these uh, color rush uniforms tonight. <laughs> yeah, the purple one, the, the Ravens, I've seen it on Instagram. It's well, I mean, it's, it's very purple. What are the Browns? <laughs> Does it look like poop? I, I, they, I, feel like, I feel like they're always on Thursday Night Football, too. Do they have, like, what's going on here? Yeah, it's gonna, it should be orange. I would think it would be orange. It's not going to be all brown. I, I mean, all brown would be kind of cool. <laughs> Kind of funny to with, see with with the little the little poop emoji. Yes, exactly. <laughs> on the helmet, it'd be, it'd be great. That, that's exactly what the NFL should do. And have, that was, have they should just make okay, that now, the symbol of the NFL. I've really, I'm really falling off here. <laughs> now have uh, and have Mr. Hankey from South Park be the mascot. That would be oh perfect. my god! All right, uh, we digress. Uh, yes, we go to yes, uh, I'm childish. Oh well, I got to give you mine. Oh, true. Yes, I'm yeah, taking the points. I don't think they win, but I uh, I'm taking. Browns plus seven and a half. I, I went on a crazy short week for the Ravens too. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. All right. So. We go to Tennessee. Green Bay at Tennessee. Green Bay favored by two and a half. And I, I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I'm going to stay on the Green Bay is overrated bandwagon, and I'm going to continue to ride that one. Okay. So what was the spread again? Two and a half. Two and a half. Green Bay favored by two and a half. Tennessee. You're taking the Titans plus yes. two and a half. Yes. Okay, I will take uh, the Packers minus mm. two and a half. Nice. Even though I don't like them that much, I <laughs> still I think they bounce back. Uh, okay, let's keep going. Wow. Minnesota at Washington. We talked about this with Mario. Minnesota or Washington favored by two and a half. Not even uh, Minnesota. No. Minnesota, Likes. absolutely. They are so so desperate for a Likes. win and to get off their slumping ways. They do it. Take care of business. Yep. Vikes plus two and a half. Yeah. Let's keep rolling. Uh, we got Bears at Tampa Bay. Bears are favored by two. Mm. Bears at Tampa Bay favored by two. This is kind of a toss-up, this game, eh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the Bucs are better yeah, on I paper, do. and Winston's been playing great. I think I'm going to go with the Bucs simply because of the better yeah. quarterback situation. I, okay. Bucs uh, Bucks are favored, you said, right? No, they are uh, They are not favored. The Bears are favored by two and a half. Is Winston playing? It's a good question. We'd have to look that We're up. gonna have to revisit that later in the show. Okay, As yep. of now, let's tentatively take the Bucks. Both yeah. of us minus or plus two. Yes. At home. I love home dogs. Yes. But he remember he left the game early. Yeah, he did, yeah. Last Thursday. Yep. But so he's had like, plenty of time to heal, and according to my I have him as my fancy quarterback. He's, he's I haven't good. got any updates yep. saying he's out. It is Sunday too. It's on a Thursday night game, so there's plenty of time here too. Yeah, okay. Well, we're gonna go with Bucks for now. We'll check it uh, and if we have to change in an open segment later, we'll do it. Keep Kansas going. City at Carolina. Carolina favored by three points. This one, to me, is an easy one, too, Kansas City. I, I think that Ooh. Carolina is, yes, they, they're kind of getting a little bit better. But Kansas City has been playing well. I like, even though they're on the road, I do like Casey. And they're getting three. And they're getting three points, yes. Okay, I'm going to take the Panthers minus three. Panthers quietly making a comeback. And they're going to continue this week. This is a good one here. Atlanta at Philadelphia. Ooh, this is going to be a fun one. Yes. Which Atlanta, we can take an over-under. Right. Atlanta, it would go all over. Yes, exactly. 50-point over on it, by the way. Wow. Uh, Atlanta, two-point favorites. On the road. On the road. In Philly. Who, by the way, really gave the Giants a run for their money. Yes. That was a heck of a game. Yes. Uh, I'm still riding the Falcons, though. Yeah. I, I do think this is the year where there's no... There's the no dirty birds. Yeah, there's no... There's, there, there's going to be... Yes, they're going to lose a couple games, but it's not going to be this collapse that we're so used to with the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons minus how much? Two. Minus two. two. I'm going to go with you on that. Falcons minus two. We go to New York. The Rams and the Jets. Jets are one Ooh, and a half. This is another one I'm really excited yeah, r- about. Really, Unless really they would put Jared Goff in. Yeah, I mean, right. what is this going to happen? That, that would be my next point. Is uh, What are you no, playing for? No offense for? to Casey Keenum, but yeah. 
What are you like? What is what? What are you playing for? Because think about it, yeah. Sally. The, the Rams are that type of team. Like they've got a great defense. Yeah, and if they could get anything, anything going anything, on offense, anything at all, and they have they, a great running back, they win they some games. Now Todd yeah. Gurley hasn't had a great year. He struggled, but that's the only thing they have on offense. Yeah, that's all they have. If they had a quarterback, they could actually I don't know throw the ball. What do you got to lose at this? Exactly, point? exactly. Give it a shot. So the Rams are what? Uh, they the Jets are one and a half point favorites, and I'm going to go with the Jets. You're going with it. J E T S sucks, sucks, sucks. Yes, I mean, unless, like you said, unless there's a whole slew and Jared Goff plays, and there might be, a, might be a change. I'm going to go with the Rams. Ooh, plus one and a half Ooh. on the road. Yep, we're going to New Orleans, Denver, this New is Orleans. A game. That's another good one. Is this a one o'clock too? This is a one o'clock game. The two best games: the Falcons and the Philadelphia, and Denver, New Orleans. Those are good four. four there's a, there's another one too, but that yeah. those are two really good games on the one o'clock. Hour. Yeah, that's really good. New Orleans three point favorites at home. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with New Orleans. I think yep. they play, even though Mario gave us the stats, and I was stunned with their home record. I was I almost fell off I my chair. It'd be way better. Yeah. I almost fell off my chair sitting here. And yep. I think they just play so well at home. I don't. Yep. I can't. I when I think I'm of ready. New Orleans Saints, I think of of home home team. Cue the Saints are coming. Yes. Uh, well, you go, too. We go to uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville two point favorites over Houston. That's a, that's a, that's another a, good game. Ugh. Another good game. Where's ah. the game? Uh, two and a half. It's in Jacksonville, and they're two point favorites. Two point favorites at home. I'm yeah. gonna go with the with the uh, Texans. Yeah, I'm going with them as well. I'm going that way. Plus I don't know. Two. I just think Jacksonville is. They're kind of. They're done. They they were they were up and coming, and I all I heard no. was a Gus Bradley, good coach, and all of a sudden this year it's yeah. just they got overhyped. Yeah. Absolutely, they're the Celtics of the uh, NFL. Yep, <laughs> but the Celtics are far from done. They got a long time to go. Uh, um, what else we got here? Oh my boys. Your San Diego Superchargers, four-point favorites at home against Miami. And the reason I'm playing the song is because I'm with them this week. Really? I realize you could be jinxing them playing it before. I know. I'm jinxing them, but I'm with them. All right. I'm liking the Chargers. Minus what? Four? Minus four. Over the Dolphins, who have been playing better ball as of late, but that was all at home. Yeah. Now they go cross-country. Here's another good one. We got... Dallas at Pittsburgh. Dallas or Pittsburgh, two and a half point favorites. I'm going with the boys. I'm with you. With you talked about Mario, with Mario. I'm with the boys. I don't know. I just don't. I don't see where they're going to slump right now. They're just rolling right now. And yes, Pittsburgh has a dynamic offense, absolutely, and their defense is better than people give them credit for. But Dallas is rolling right now. I'm going with the boys. All right. Yeah, we go to Arizona. Oh, this is a this is a fantastic game. You get San Francisco going to Arizona. Arizona is thirteen and a half point favorites, and they will and they will do that. <laughs> they will do that because San, San Francisco is so bad. They're yeah. so terrible. And the Colin Kaepernick thing—he's come out and he's got a whole other issue going on with the voting. And there's just too much distraction with that team. Like, just go away, go away, San Fran. I don't want to. I don't want to hear about you. I don't need to see you anymore. Arizona takes that one. It's amazing how. The two Bay Area teams are so opposite directions oh, yeah. right now. Yeah. The Raiders uh, are so on the rise, yep. and the 49s are on a decline. I'm with you. I, I think the Cards will humiliate them. And we go to our Sunday night game. Seattle at New England. Now, this is interesting. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm I tempted. don't like this spread I'm at tempted. all. I'm tempted. Seven and a half point favorites for the seven New Seven and a half? I saw them at nine. Really? Yeah. It's, apparently it's gone down. What I'm looking at here, these are all seven and a half. And when Perfect were these timing. last updated? Uh, I just pulled this up right now. Okay. So, seven. I'm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
You know what? I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with the Pats. I'm gonna stick with the Pats. I think that you're not worried just, about the buy jinx. I think that this I'm worried about it with every other team except for New England. And this week specifically, this should give you even more reason to be worried about it because Belichick has exploded in this bye week. He trades Jamie Collins, and then he comes out and publicly, quote-unquote, supports Donald Trump. And there's so much going on in the bye week, and it's his own doing. It's his own distraction. You've heard that on to Seattle, 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 Seattle. But this team finds a way to do it. I don't know how. Remember, too, though, CRs are coming off a short week. Yes. They look suspect against the Bills. But Russell Wilson looks much better than I thought he would. Yeah. I watched that game Monday night. He's an MVP candidate, man. And and his, his knee is getting better. His movement's better. I just don't think they have enough. Quickly, our Monday night game before we head to break. Monday night game is Cincinnati at New York. I'm going New York. I am going. The Giants. I'm going with New York. The New York football Giants. And what is the spread on that? The spread on that game. About 20 years ago. Is, it's a pick'em. On a train. It's a pick'em. It's a pick'em. No. Cincinnati. And the Giants. I think. Uh, I'm going with the Giants. I think Johnny Cash would go with the Giants, so I'm going to go with the Giants too. <laughs> Giants pick for both of us, and those are our picks. There it is for the week for week ten. And we will. We might. I got. We got to look up what's going on uh, with the with the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, with the Bucks. There. We'll look in, in the break. Strange. There, we'll look at it. All right, my friend. Let's cut to break. We come back. We'll talk more football, specifically the Patriots and the Seahawks game. With our good friend Chris Price of WEI.com. So stay with us in the stretch run. We'll be back here on ESPN New Hampshire. I will give you some advice. So I handed him my bottle.